A small contingent of Russian soldiers patrols the border. Their numbers are small, as many of their comrades have been sent south to fight a losing war against Ukraine. The soldiers are ordered to cross the border in a desperate attempt to regain control of the situation. Hesitantly, they proceed, but as soon as they traverse the line between the two nations, they are met by M1 Abrams and Leopard 2 tanks. F-35 Lightning IIs scream through the air, and heavily armed NATO soldiers appear from seemingly nowhere. This hypothetical scenario is what's in store for Russian forces if they even think about attacking Finland. Russia had no hope of successfully invading Finland to begin with, and now the country is a part of NATO. The moment Russia shows any sign of aggression against Finland, 30 other countries will come to their aid, including the United States. This would be checkmate for Vladimir Putin. When Russia invaded Ukraine, 80% of the Finnish population wanted to join NATO. Previously, this was a country where the vast majority of people staunchly wanted to remain neutral. However, the very real threat of a Russian invasion is enough to change the mind of even the most staunch supporters of neutrality. The history between Russia and Finland has not been pleasant. And even though the Nordic nation has been improving its military over the years and is more than capable of defending itself, the population felt they needed to make a strong statement against their aggressive neighbor. So on May 17, 2022, Finland, along with Sweden, applied to be a part of NATO. Other Western powers applauded this move. It would allow NATO to be much more powerful and open up a whole new gateway to keep Russia in check. Vladimir Putin, on the other hand, was furious. He threatened to launch missiles, invade, or take drastic actions to keep Finland from being accepted into the alliance. For a while, the world held its breath to see what Putin would do, since their application would be forfeit if he declared war against Finland before they were voted into NATO. The bylaws of the organization state that any nation which is already at war cannot be accepted. However, at this time, Putin had a much bigger problem developing in Ukraine. His forces were being decimated by Western weapons and the superior tactical skills of the Ukrainian military. Russia was taking heavy losses and being pushed further and further back toward its own borders. Putin didn't have the men or resources to launch an invasion of Finland. And even if he did, it's likely the Finnish military would crush anything Russia could throw at it. For almost a year, Finland's acceptance into NATO was hampered by two nations, Turkey and Hungary. In order for a new nation to be admitted into the organization, all previous members need to vote for their acceptance. These two nations were the only thing standing in the way of Finland joining the most powerful military organization in the world. Obviously, Vladimir Putin hoped they would never be admitted and that he could find a way to keep his northernmost neighbor from becoming even closer to the United States and its allies. The key thing to remember is that one of Putin's biggest reasons for invading Ukraine was to keep Western powers from encroaching further toward Russian borders. The Russian dictator claimed the war in Ukraine is carried out in self-defense as NATO nations and their forces threatened Russia's security. And to be fair, Putin wasn't wrong. However, even as NATO was becoming stronger, Finland had no plans to change its neutral stance. Unfortunately for Putin, his invasion of Ukraine drove the Finnish government right into the arms of NATO. He single-handedly caused a national shift in thinking, resulting in Finland dropping its neutral stance and searching for allies, something that up to that point no one else had been able to do. The irony is, Vladimir Putin caused his worst fears to become a reality. So let's explore why Putin is so afraid of Finland joining NATO and what it might mean for the future of the region. On Tuesday, April 4, 2023, Finland officially became the 31st nation to join the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Minister of Foreign Affairs Pekka Havisto, along with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, were all part of the ceremony to officially welcome Finland to the organization. As the officials of those Western nations smiled and shook hands, Vladimir Putin frowned and brooded. When the Finnish flag was raised alongside the other 30 members of NATO, it stood as a declaration by the Western world that Putin's war in Ukraine and the objectives he hoped to achieve had failed. 
He could no longer intimidate nations to distance themselves from NATO. He could no longer threaten acts of war to get what he wanted. He could no longer put Finland in a position where it had to fear a repeat of past atrocities against its people. These are all major concerns for Vladimir Putin, but what he really is afraid of is that no one fears him anymore. In fact, Putin's decisions are starting to become a model for exactly what not to do if you rule a country and want to expand its borders. Putin claimed that the invasion of Ukraine was done for two main reasons. The first was that Ukraine itself belonged to Russia, and the people who lived there identified as Russian. This obviously isn't true, as the world recognizes Ukraine as a sovereign nation and the fact that the Ukrainian citizens have been fighting to free their country from Russian forces for over a year proves that they don't want to be a part of Putin's delusion. The second reason why Putin claims he invaded Ukraine is what we mentioned before. The Russian dictators argued NATO is expanding too close to Russia and therefore posing a security risk to the nation. Therefore, to stop the encroachment of NATO, Russia had to invade Ukraine to protect itself. This is clearly the ravings of a lunatic, but to be fair, Ukraine was becoming increasingly westernized and looking to cultivate closer relationships with Europe and other western nations. But regardless of what Ukraine's geopolitical stance was, Putin had no right to invade the country. This is what made Finland nervous in the first place. Vladimir Putin had continuously talked about forming a new Russian empire, and since Finland was once part of an old Russian empire, the Kremlin's actions were a real cause for concern. In the early stages of the war in Ukraine, when Russia looked like it might be able to secure Kyiv and annex at least part of its territory, Finland went on high alert. If Putin was successful in Ukraine, he would likely try to invade Finland too. So for now, we know that Putin is scared that Finland's NATO membership will bring the military alliance closer to Russian borders. One of Putin's main goals for invading Ukraine was to ensure that NATO access to Russian borders was restricted to the 754 miles or 1,213 kilometers between Norway, Eastern Latvia, Estonia, Poland, and Lithuania. With Finland's admittance to the organization, its 830 mile or 1,335 kilometer border with Russia has more than doubled the border length that NATO countries now share with Russia. And this is the single largest blow to Putin, besides how much of a failure his invasion in Ukraine has been. And as we'll explain in a bit, the extension of NATO's border with Russia via Finland could cripple the nation as some key strategic and economic hubs are now under direct threat. This along with several other assets that Finland brings to the table could spell the end to any type of Russian dominance in the region. NATO is no longer afraid of Putin, and now that Finland is officially part of the organization, it might be only a matter of time before Vladimir Putin loses complete control of his country. Before we examine each aspect of Finland's acceptance into NATO and how it's bad news for Russia, let's go back in time. Finland has never gotten along with Russia, which happens when a brutal foreign power takes over your country. How did Finland get to where it is today, and how has Russia left such a lasting scar on the nation that it was willing to give up its neutrality in exchange for extra protection? Well, like every part of the world, the history of Finland is long and complicated. In the 1100s, the Finnish people were subjugated during the Swedish Crusades and converted to Christianity. For the next 700 years, there were wars and different rulers in the region. But in 1808, Russia invaded Sweden with the support of Napoleon. And as a result, Finland was ceded to Russia, but surprisingly got to retain its own legal system and religion, while its citizens didn't have to serve in the Russian military. Then in 1899, relations between Russia and Finland started to go south. Tsar Nicholas II pursued policies to force the Russification of Finland. Basically, he wanted to wipe out the Finnish culture and force everyone to embrace the Russian way of life. 
This evidently didn't go over that well, and the Finns started to protest and fight back against the policies. In 1917, the Russian Revolution started to fracture the empire. Finland took this opportunity to declare their independence. However, they would only be free from the oppressive Russian rule for a few decades before the Red Army came knocking at their door once again. When World War II erupted in Europe, Finland declared that it would remain neutral. Even still, the Soviet Union took advantage of the chaos and invaded Finland in 1939, starting the Winter War. The Finnish army put up stiff resistance, however, they were overwhelmed by the Red Army and were forced to sign the Treaty of Moscow, giving the Soviet Union control of about 10% of Finland's territory. With the help of the Nazis, Finland launched an offensive against the Soviet Union to reclaim its territory, but when Germany started to lose the war, Soviet forces came back with a vengeance and forced Finland to give up more land and pay war reparations. Once again, during the Cold War, Finland claimed it would remain neutral and no nuclear missiles or forces from either the Soviets or the US would be allowed within the borders. However, in the 1950s, Finland started to become closer to Western nations, even though the Soviet Union warned against such actions. By 1995, Finland became a member of the European Union, solidifying its connection to Western powers. The first steps toward Finland breaking away from neutrality began in 2016, when its government signed a defense collaboration agreement with the United States. This was a direct result of Russia increasing military activities in the Baltic Sea and annexing Crimea. It was at this time that Finland really started to become concerned with Vladimir Putin's actions and warned other Western powers of the very real threat that Russia posed. This brings us to the present day, where Russia has invaded Ukraine and Finland has joined NATO. It's been clear throughout history that Russia has either fully incorporated Finland into its borders or at least seen them as a country whose land they can steal. So it's no surprise that when Putin started to become even more aggressive in 2022, Finland decided to break its neutrality pact and join NATO. But why does Finland joining NATO change things, and why is it such a bad thing for Putin? Now that Finland is part of the organization, it means that if Putin or any other power tries to attack them, the entire might of the US and every other military in NATO will come to their aid. This is because of Article 5 in the NATO agreement. Finland no longer needs to worry about amassing enough troops or building enough weapons to combat Russia alone. Yes, Finland's military is still powerful and likely could hold its own against a Russian invasion, but now they don't need to dump tons of money into their military in fear that they might have to fight off an invasion force one day. Also, now that Finland is part of NATO, their forces will become fully integrated into the organization's training and planning programs. This will allow for better cooperation between Finnish soldiers and other NATO militaries. The superior training and cooperation only strengthens the Finnish military while allowing them to work in alignment with other military forces. But we must remember that Finland was already participating in NATO exercises as a partner state. It was actually a prerequisite for joining the organization that Finland needed to ensure their military could integrate current NATO technology and practices. So for years, Finland had been aligning its military to NATO standards. They purchased US F-A-18 fighter jets, German-designed Leopard tanks, and K-9 howitzers used by Norway and Estonia. Therefore, when Finland needed to join NATO for extra protection from Russia, they were good to go. The crazy part is that Putin watched this all happen. He must have known that Finland would jump the neutrality ship and join NATO if he became aggressive, and that's exactly what happened. There is the possibility that Putin thought everyone, including Finland, was too scared to risk upsetting him. But after major defeats in Ukraine and Russia's inability to effectively fight the war, it became apparent that Russia wasn't nearly as powerful as Putin portrayed it to be. However, before it became clear just how disjointed and ineffective the Russian military was, Finland applied to join NATO. 
This was almost an inevitability even if Russia hadn't invaded Ukraine, as Putin's expansionist rhetoric brought back cultural memories of Finland being subjugated by Russian regimes in the past. But when Finland officially announced it would drop its neutral policies in favor of NATO protection, it was very bad news for Putin. And Finland joining NATO isn't just a one-way street. The country has a lot to offer to the alliance. For example, it's generally agreed that Finland's artillery forces are not only the largest, but best equipped in all of Europe. This is out of necessity because of their large border with a belligerent neighbor. In fact, Finland has somewhere around 1,500 artillery weapons made up of 700 howitzer guns, 700 heavy mortars, and 100 rocket launcher systems. This means that the Finnish army has more artillery than Poland, Germany, Norway, and Sweden combined. This also means that the new stretch of Russian NATO border is already well defended, which was definitely a plus when Finland was brought on board, as it meant other nations didn't need to immediately send artillery and defensive equipment to Finland. Plus, Finland's large artillery force could be incredibly beneficial in fortifying the borders of other countries in the future. Finland also brings strong cybersecurity tech to the table. The tech giant Nokia is based in Finland and is a major provider of 5G infrastructure worldwide. This means Finland is on the cutting edge of communication infrastructure and has the ability to improve NATO's cybersecurity. It's not clear exactly how Finland's advanced cybersecurity will be integrated into NATO practices, but one thing is for sure, in the future cyber warfare will undoubtedly play a pivotal role in the way militaries wage battle. Then there's the obvious benefit of the soldiers that Finland provides to the NATO alliance. Since military service is mandatory in Finland, it means that the nation currently has 280,000 troops ready to go at this very moment. However, if Finland ever needed to mobilize its reserves, it would have around 900,000 trained men and women ready to take up arms in a conflict against a potential enemy. We mentioned before that there were two holdouts when it came to ratifying Finland into the NATO alliance. It's worth looking briefly at why this was the case and why Vladimir Putin was hoping that these issues would not be resolved quickly. It was clear to the Russian dictator that if Finland joined NATO, he would have an unstoppable enemy force at his doorstep. This is one of the reasons why Finland's acceptance into NATO terrified him. However, if Turkey and Hungary refused to vote Finland into NATO, Putin would have slightly less to worry about. When Finland and Sweden announced their applications to join NATO, a large majority of the nations in the organization immediately voted them in. This was because of the strategic significance both countries, but particularly Finland, held in the region. However, Turkey refused to ratify the two countries until some concessions were made. Turkey had more of a problem with Sweden, but Finland seemed to be guilty by association. A lot of the contention had to do with how the Kurdish people were being treated and the refusal of Nordic countries to sell Turkey weapons. The Turkish government said it would only vote to accept Sweden and Finland and the organization if they extradited several Kurdistan Workers' Party or PKK terrorist members back to Turkey and publicly disavow the PKK itself. Obviously, they also wanted both countries to remove their weapon bans as well. Both Sweden and Finland agreed to extradite the terrorists that they were holding. Finland also lifted its arms embargo on Turkey to improve the relations between the two nations. On March 30, 2023, Turkey approved Finland's petition to join NATO. Hungary's objection to the admittance of Finland was more just about politics than anything else. Prime Minister Viktor Orban stated that both Sweden and Finland had been spreading slanderous lies about the state of Hungarian democracy. Basically, until they publicly apologized and met with Hungarian leaders, Hungary refused to vote for their acceptance into NATO. Orban stated, It's not right for Sweden and Finland to ask us to take them on board while they're spreading blatant lies about Hungary, about the rule of law in Hungary, about democracy, about life here. However, after diplomatic talks, Hungary agreed to move forward with their vote to accept Finland into NATO on March 27, 2023. 
After Hungary and Turkey voted for Finland to join the organization, Putin was in big trouble. All of his worst nightmares were coming true. It was now only a matter of time before Finland was officially a part of NATO and there was nothing he could do about it. Even if he wanted to launch a last-ditch effort to stop the acceptance of Finland into the organization through warfare, he just didn't have the men or resources to do so, as most of Russia's military is still desperately trying to hold little territory it could control in Ukraine. The acceptance of Finland into NATO also set a precedent for other countries that might have tried to remain neutral. Putin's aggressive actions meant that foreign policy norms and international sanctions would not always work to deter an aggressor. Now that Finland has become a part of NATO, Putin likely fears other nations might also try to join the alliance. There's very little chance that even Putin would be crazy enough to invade a NATO country, as the repercussions would be devastating. Russia and all of its allies would not be able to defeat NATO forces unless they used nuclear weapons, which would pretty much end the world and there's perhaps only one other dictator who's willing to go that far. We're talking about you, Kim Jong-un. So now Putin is afraid of NATO forces being close enough to attack major Russian cities from Finland and that other nations might also seek an alliance with his biggest enemy. There's also the fact that there will be an even larger NATO presence in the Nordic region. As a result, Russian naval operations in the Baltic Sea might become riskier. Putin is concerned about what this can mean for important strategic military assets stationed on the Kola Peninsula, which sits along the northern border of Finland. It's here that Russia's northern fleet is stationed, along with ballistic submarines that are part of Russia's second-strike nuclear capabilities. With increased NATO forces in the region, everything from Russian naval ships to aircraft operating in the area will be under closer surveillance, and could be more easily dealt with if a conflict ever did arise. Putin also knows that as his conventional forces continue to be depleted in Ukraine, Russia will have to rely more heavily on nuclear deterrence and its navy to protect its borders and maintain power. There's also the fact that Russia has been planning to use the Northern Sea Route to boost economic trade and movement of goods. However, Finland's admittance into NATO now means that more naval ships from other countries, such as the US and Britain, could be stationed in the area and threaten Russian naval dominance in the far north. Hypothetically, having NATO naval bases and an increased regional presence could allow blockades to hit the Russian economy hard. In essence, NATO now has the ability to cut off St. Petersburg and other northern Russian ports from the rest of the world. Then, of course, Putin is scared about a future military buildup. Finland refused to allow foreign missiles on their soil for a long time. Now NATO can deploy operational tactical missile complexes across Finland, allowing them to strike key targets in Russia more accurately and at a moment's notice. Precision strikes could be launched from Finland to cripple Russian infrastructure and transportation networks, which has Vladimir Putin fuming. On top of that, more NATO aircraft will be stationed closer to Russian borders and could be launched into Russian airspace with incredible speed and devastating capabilities. The bottom line is now that Finland is a part of NATO, the organization poses a much larger immediate threat to Putin's authority. The United States and its allies can police the region more effectively and keep Russia in check. Vladimir Putin hates anything that stifles his power, and Finland successfully joining NATO might be the biggest threat he's ever faced. This brings us to the question, what will Vladimir Putin do now? He's warned that the acceptance of Finland into NATO will force him to take retaliatory measures. It's unclear what this means and if Russian forces are capable of doing anything besides losing the war in Ukraine. Putin has claimed that NATO deploying troops to Finland would only destabilize the region and threaten the stability of the world in a plea to try to gather support against NATO forces being stationed closer to Russian borders. But this has been wholly unsuccessful and likely would have worked better if Russia had never invaded its neighbor, but hindsight is always 2020. 
Putin and the rest of the Russian leaders claim that Finland joining NATO was done to spread anti-Russian sentiment to more countries. However, NATO didn't really need any help doing that after the way Putin's been conducting himself over the past several years. The proclamations by the Kremlin to mobilize more troops and deploy more weapons along the Finnish-Russian border are a little more than empty threats as Russia just doesn't have the military assets to spare at the moment. So instead, Putin's been using harsh words and posturing to try to seem strong during a time when he's becoming weaker and weaker, because if we're honest, losing power is what Vladimir Putin is most afraid of. And unfortunately for the Russian dictator, the bad news keeps on coming. On the same day that Finland was admitted into NATO, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was invited to join NATO's July summit in Lithuania. On top of that, European leaders arrived in Beijing to speak with President Xi Jinping about the war in Ukraine and trade relations. If these talks result in China either dialing back its support for Russia or lessening its economic and military aid, it could be the beginning of the end for Vladimir Putin. Even though China has continued to support Russia, it needs to maintain positive relations with Europe, as the EU is one of the biggest trade partners and much more important to the Chinese economy than Russia is. Therefore, these meetings might result in a powerful blow to one of Russia's only remaining lifelines. Vladimir Putin is in a rough spot. Finland joining NATO is just another consequence of his war in Ukraine and will likely result in an even weaker Russia in the future. And perhaps the biggest slap in the face for Putin was summed up by Secretary of State Antony Blinken when he said, this is the one thing we can thank Mr. Putin for, referring to Finland joining NATO. Because he's right, Vladimir Putin was so sure he had the most powerful military in the world, he was sure his forces would easily overtake Ukraine and that his rule would be welcomed with open arms. He was sure that no one would stand up to him, and now he can't be sure of anything. When Finnish President Sauli Nienista spoke during the induction ceremony, he stated, The era of non-alignment in our history has come to an end. A new era begins. This new era will likely result in a weakened Russia and Vladimir Putin struggling to maintain his power. Now watch the dumb reason Russia is losing the war, or check out Russia and China vs. NATO.